Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Thank you, Wade. We're here. We're back on California School News Radio, the big program with Kevin and Drew. And uh, our next guest is also from Fontana Unified. We're staying in Fontana. It's a great place. And uh, she is Fatima Kamara. She's a senior at Fontana High School who, at the beginning of the school year, was chosen to be student representative for the Board of Education. And it's a position that she is well prepared for. And Fatima brings enthusiasm, empathy, and ambition to her seat, as well as a focus on student well-being that is timely and much needed. Welcome to California School News Radio to you, Fatima. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. You sound very happy. Uh, uh, it's an honor to have you on the program. I'd like to introduce you to my colleague, Drew Schlossberg. How are you doing there, Fatima? Hi. Are you excited about your senior year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet you are. I, I bet you are again. And, uh, that's wonderful that you're involved in uh, student and uh, government, actually, with the uh, uh, the board there, Kevin. Uh, yeah. Well, first, just to tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you have a fascinating background. You have many interests. Uh, give us a kind of a, uh, a clue as to Fatima, what that's all about. <laughs> um. I would just say that, um, like, just Fatima, just me in general, outside of the whole, like, academic bubble, I'm just, um, I would just say I'm just uh, really sort of, like, um, <laughs> um, I'm really just, like, some sort of, like, um, I don't even know what to say. I'm, I would say I'm just, like, really interesting, and um, I love, uh, like, my hobbies, some of my hobbies when I'm not in school or, like, involved in, in student government would be watching TV and um, Marvel movies, which are my favorite of all time. And um, also just, like, hanging out with my family and spending time with my family. Well, that's good. That's good. And then, uh, of course, you've taken this big leap. Not every student uh, has, has a dream to be on the board of education, at least not as a student. Uh, but you have... You, you got that position this year, and it's something that actually you've had some experience with. Uh, when you were an underclassman, you, you also uh, did some work with, uh, with advising for the board, correct? Yeah, it was for, um, I was student representative on my school side council. Okay, okay. So, uh, so you, you've been elected to be on the board of rep uh, a representative of the board of education and, and you're bringing with us and let's get right into this whole issue of student well-being, mental health. You really feel that this is an issue that uh, is paramount to uh, students, not just in Fontana, but uh, all across the country. And especially in this time in COVID-19 during this era, when we really should be paying a little bit more attention to the mental health health, and well-being uh, of students. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like this is extremely important because, first of all, um, I know that a lot of, like, in the academic setting, we're students, but we are not just students, you know? We are, like, unique and diverse individuals with personal lives. And right now, with the whole COVID and the quarantine, the isolation, there's, like, a lot of mental health issues. And if students are struggling with their general well-being, we can fully apply ourselves 
in our classrooms. And even if we try, it's not going to meet the set expectations. And when that happens, we fall behind. And that's a, um, that's a, that's been a common theme right now, especially during um, this COVID, because a lot of students are struggling, and especially when they're not on campus, it's like online learning. And school is some has like always sometimes rep represented like a safe place for uh, for students too. So this is um, all these factors are affecting their mental health, and there's also like a lot of stress factors that are going into this, especially like especially during COVID right now. And these issues, they arise from a lot of different factors, not just their domestic lives, but their academic lives, and just the lack of support in general. Because sometimes when students want to voice out these opinions and say, oh, I'm actually struggling with my well-being, I need help, there's a, there's a negative stigma around mental health, like their, uh, their wellness in general is not necessary or it's, not, um, it's irrelevant. So all these contribute to stress, which leads students to be depressed, anxious and edge or like even leading some to addiction so i feel like it's really important to focus on the overall well-being of students yeah and fatima you you bring up such an excellent point there it is the stigma i mean mental mental health issues are nothing new they've been going on for such a long time drew and uh i'll let you i'll let you step in on this but it, it, it's, it's something that we've really got to start making mental health the same as physical health and any psychological health and all that because if we don't people yeah. are just going to suffer well you're so spot on uh, with that kevin and of course thank you uh fatima for doing this my uh my daughter uh teaches uh in you know, san diego uh, county and of course uh, yeah, she sees it um with the students and you're right on you would think in the 21st century that we'd be way beyond stigmas on things you know you never have a stigma if someone you know breaks a leg and they're walking around in a cast, right? Um, but there's a stigma if you got some mental issues, which uh, you know it's it's sad that we're not way beyond this. But it's going to take people like you, uh, Fatima, that are just shouting this out and you know have you know our advocates for this to really get people to understand that. Listen, uh, there's a lot to this over here, and listen, you shouldn't have a problem with saying, "Listen, I need to uh, take a day off," or "I have some uh, issues going on," and how do we? resolve this you know much has been written about you know the absolute phenomenal mental stress that we're putting on our youth uh, today more so than we ever done before um what would you say is social media a cause of that a major cause of it or 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 not um social media in the sense of adding to the yes. uh, the mental it, like the well-being of students yes exactly you know you know text messages and there's a lot been written about bullying on you know different types of uh, social media platforms yes there is definitely a lot of that going on cuz there's cyberbullying there's all these um, cuz social media is a really um, extended platform and students um, when they go on there and sometimes they so just in general, sometimes people go on social media just to be like someone else outside of their lives, and right. then they meet people online who are just sometimes not supportive or just don't understand like the different, like, because every single individual has a different cultural background where they come from, and that influences who they are and how they see things, how they perceive things. So when all these different individuals meet on social media, they sometimes disagree, and especially with students, like, um, if a certain student would um, disagree with a certain matter or they try to voice their opinion on something, 
um, then they would get, um, and uh, the majority does not agree, as it usually happens on social media, then they would get bullied. And this, um, students usually don't come, uh, like, front about, like, cyberbullying and all that because they're like, oh, they just push it to the side. Oh, it's just social media. Like, it happens to everyone. But, no, it's not just that because things like this, if they keep reoccurring, then students, it's going to, like, affect students. And they're going to be like, oh, whenever I try to voice out my opinion, I get shut down. And it just affects, like, their confidence to actually be leaders in their community and just stand up for themselves, you know. So there's... I believe that social media actually plays a huge role because with all the cyberbullying or just any, just like being not even, um, just not even social media, but just like messages in general, just trying to reach out to someone or trying to voice your opinion as a, someone who's growing and you need to be out there in your community and you're trying to get your word across, but then you get shut down, it's, uh, it takes a toll on you. Go ahead, yeah. Kevin. Well, Fatima, I mean, it, it just adds to the layers of stress. And I, I appreciate you bringing all of this up because isn't there enough stress out there just being a student? I mean, you've, you've got studies, you've got classes. College is such an uh, emphasis now in schools, and that is a good thing because uh, back in the days when, when Drew and I were going to school, there was almost no emphasis on going to college. Uh, but it is now, and that's a good thing, but it puts an, 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 an enormous amount of stress on students to do uh, get the good grades, take the right classes, uh, do the right community service. Uh, and, and is that all... Kind Kind of part of this uh, mental illness awareness thing? Um, yes, because um, like I said before, like the expectations that are put on students and some, all students are capable of, I believe that all students are capable of, of achieving um, their like career pathways or going to college in their own way, in their own design, in their own fashion. But sometimes with the expectations, like they are good expectations that they structure how um, the, you know, leaders or individuals in society are, like, expected to be. But, again, these expectations, they sometimes, like, deter students from achieving their goals because if a certain student wants to, like, design their life according to, oh, I want to do this, and this is specifically how I see myself doing this, but then there's this um, ultimatum that you have to do this, you have to do that. And students, when they see that, oh, I can't um, – I can't meet these requirements or there are options, but in that moment when you're like, oh, I can't meet this requirement or I haven't fulfilled the A through G or I haven't done this, like it takes, it stresses students out and they start to feel inadequate. And when you start to feel inadequate, it's, like I said before, it just starts to lead down into depression and all those other um, mental um, health issues that students um, usually endure because when they see that, oh, I can't meet these expectations, so that means I'm not good enough and um, or I'm not, like, worthy to do this. And it's just something that um, affects them as not only as students but just as individuals, like, general in their community because when um, they see that they can't meet the ultimatums, they feel like then they can't, like, do anything else. Like, if they can't make it, they can't make it. But that's, um, that's uh, something that affects them but something that they also need to know that, they can make it, and it's something that they also need to understand that there are resources for them to make it, even if they, they're not, like, it's not the traditional, if they're not the traditional version, there are ways for them to, like, succeed in this, uh, or 21st century. Okay, Fiba, we're, we got to go to a break real quick, but we're talking to Fatima Kamara. Uh, she is Fontana Unified Student Board Representative and a senior at Fontana High School. Uh, we'll be back on California School News Radio right after this break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com wsradio. You may have heard me brag about Progressive Medical Center and just how much they've helped me with my health. And Dr. Goley, one thing that you've helped so many people with is migraines. Unfortunately, there are millions and millions of Americans who are suffering with migraines and headaches, and they're debilitating because it affects the quality of their life, and they cannot function properly. At Progressive, we get to the root cause because we understand that migraines could be caused by nutritional deficiencies, hormonal imbalances, believe it or not, delayed food sensitivities. And mm. once we determine what the real reason is, we put a plan of action together with medication that we get them off slowly and we put them on an all-natural approach and the results are amazing. Incredible. I mean, there's so many people that can say they don't live their lives with migraines anymore thanks to Progressive Medical Center. And that's what's exciting and rewarding to us as physicians because we help our patients take control of their health and that's why they're living well. Why don't you get a hold of Progressive Medical Center today? Don't live in pain. Don't have migraines anymore. Just go to their website, ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit BizVidCommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D Communications.com Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Thank you, Wade. We're back on the program, California School News Radio, with Kevin and Drew and our guest, uh, Fontana High School senior Fatima Kamara, who is also Fontana Unified Student Board representative. And we've been talking about mental health. Uh, and in the previous segment, we talked about the effects of it on students. Um, Fatima, oh, I also would like to point out to you, Drew, that uh, Fatima also has uh, lived uh, part of some of her life in Sierra Leone, I see that. West, in, in West Africa. I don't know if we're going to get too much of a chance to talk about that. And 
she wants to become a lawyer. And uh, I think that we, uh, you are definitely on that path. Absolutely, she is. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. So, Fatima, uh, you've, you've had a few, uh, you've had about a month or so to, to be on the board rep. I know that you would love to incorporate uh, mental health days into the existing absence policy in the district. Uh, so how is that going so far? How, how's your time been on the, on, on the board? Um, my time on the board, um, so far, it's been great. I've had amazing people to support me. But um, regarding the um, mental health days as being a part of the absence, uh, excuse absence policy, um, yes, we are currently um, working on that with my contact of the district, Mr. Garcia, a really awesome um, man. Uh, we are still doing research and trying to see how that would fit into our district specifically because um, I am aware that school districts, um, they cannot change the absence uh, the absence policy for the state and the California Education Code does not explicitly mention that mental illness as a reason for um, excused absences. But um, I'm trying to see if, as a like board of education, if we could um, extend that. Uh, we're trying to see if we could in interpret like the um, one of the reasons which mentions personal injury. We're trying to see if we could interpret that to also include mental health. That way, if students are having um, problems and are just um, need like a mental health day to take a break to recuperate and then go back to school that would be an available option for them and then something like this and this and all of this action that you're 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 hoping to implement kind of goes into uh, something that's also a passion of yours which is equity in 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 education and 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 just uh, being there to serve underrepresented uh, students and and community members yeah it definitely um, goes really into that because a lot of sometimes like it's not um, like um, I wouldn't want to say broadcasted, but it's not out there. But there are mental like underrepresented communities. There there are a lot of um, individuals in underrepresented communities that face um, mental health issues, and sometimes they don't have um, access to resources that would help them cope or even have the support within their own family to um, access these resources, but uh, if it could be um, if the district itself could um, make the policy and it would, um, and um, sorry, uh, it, would, uh, it would encourage these individuals to actually come out and say, oh, I'm having these issues and I need help and there would be resource, um, available resources for that. And there's just like this support coming from like the very Board of Education. So then when it goes down to like um, even parents or like the um, um, students could go to the office and they could talk, the office could then call the parents because sometimes the, um, especially in underrepresented communities, it's um, the stigma of mental health. It stems from the family itself. Not accepting um, mental health issues is an actual crisis. But so if it's accepted in the district and there's that inclusiveness of mental illness, then the students themselves could be comfortable enough to go to their families or go to the school and know that they can get help. Yeah, Drew. I mean, uh, Fatima, you. I mean, you're just blowing me away. I mean, you you were just so educated and 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 so on this. Well, you know what's amazing about this, and uh, no surprise to Fatima, of course, is uh, um, I want you to be my lawyer when you get your mm -hmm. degree because you're laying out such a perfect case, uh, you know, for what you're talking about here, and that's just beautiful. Let me get back to you, uh, you know, a little bit on this. Um, is it because you've always wanted to be a lawyer? Is that what got you to be interested in being a student? represented on the board um i would say not really because 
I wanted to become the student board member, like, in the first place because of the students in my high school. Right. Like, they inspired me to actually um, apply for the position because whenever I uh, talk about why I wanted to become a student, member, student board member, I always refer to my freshman year because at that time when I just had come from Sierra Leone, I had, um, I saw that a lot of students, like, freshman year, they had a lot to say about school, like, the curriculum, they were complaining, you know, all the good stuff. <laughs> right. But whenever I um, told them, oh, like, you know, um, if you're not comfortable with this or if you don't think this is the best option for you because you learned this way or this way or it's just not, um, it's not working for you, then go to the administrators and tell them that, oh, you know, um, I would like to see this. Is there a way for me to get this? But then, like, they would just um, always be like, oh, never mind. Like, it's not like they're going to care anyways. It's not like I matter. They're not going to look at one student in the, like, especially a public school. There's, like, a lot of students. It's like they're just like, oh, they're not going to listen to my opinion specifically. And I saw this opportunity because I've always wanted to tell them, like, empower these students that, they like they should get rid of that mentality that their opinions don't matter in like um in the in their schools because it does matter and if they are the ones that make a school work with other students there's not really a school <laughs> the idea of a school itself stems from students so if the students um if they think that they can't have an opinion in their academic setting then it's not it's something that I don't want these students to have that mentality I want them to know that they are, like, they can do something about their environment. If they don't want something, they could talk to the administrators and have that conversation and just be, like, um, be individuals in their academic lives, not just students, but just be, like, personal individuals and be involved in their community. So I guess that's what inspired me to actually um, be on the board and advocate for these students' opinions. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. Impressive is uh, that's the understatement of the uh, world on this over here. So, you know, uh, you're moving forward on this. Um, will you stay in touch? Obviously, you're going to be graduating, uh, knock on wood, in uh, June or May or whatever the case may be. Um, do you think you'll stay in touch with uh, your board colleagues after you have moved on to college? definitely stay in touch because what I'm doing is not just for um, like my term or my four years or the students who are currently in the um, at my high school or even in the district there's going to be like um, another generation of students who need to who may also feel that um, they don't have their opinions um, like um, addressed or they don't have like they don't have the support so I'm definitely planning on staying because I need to see like that the also like the next generation or something of students that come through the district they also like um they also feel empowered to have a say in their um learning environment well i'll tell you what fatima we've got about a minute and a half left it's been so fascinating to, to talk to you and i'd like to thank you right now before the music comes up because uh for coming on the program uh you are you are such an inspiration uh, uh to drew and i and then hopefully to uh the uh nearly thirty-eight thousand students that you are representing at Fontana Unified, uh, I don't know if you knew the total. It's nearly thirty-eight thousand. Um, and and in the, in maybe this last minute, we can talk about anything you want. Any last thoughts? Uh, you did live in uh, Sierra Leone for very uh, for quite a few years, and you are biliterate. Is there anything that you can tell Drew and I in the uh, Sierra Leone uh, language? Uh, it's Creole. Is it called Creole? Yes, Creole, Sierra Leone, and Creole. Okay. Uh, what can you tell us in Creole that uh, <laughs> that would be that would inspire us? 
Um, <laughs> Am I putting I, you I on the spot? I'm sorry about that. Gonna, I'm sorry about right? it. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, um, like, I'm glad you will not get me on the show today. And it's really good because I got to talk to other students then, but what did it happen out in life and uh, all of that. So, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't really inspiration. I was just thank you. <laughs> Well, thank you, and uh, and and Drew, any last uh, any last words for our guest? No, just wishing you nothing but great success for the rest of the school year, and then your college, and then um, we know we're going to be hearing from you somewhere down the road on some of the great work you're doing, whether it's going to be a lawyer or working with uh, underrepresented groups. Uh, just uh, wishing you nothing but great success. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Fatima. That's Fatima Kamara. She is Steve Fontana Unified Student Board Rep. And that's a wrap on the show today, California School News Radio. I'd like to thank Drew Schlossberg. I'd like to thank uh, Wade Taylor. I'd like to thank Val Martinez of VMA Communications. And we will be back next week with another great show. We'll talk to you then. One person has the power to change the world, impact millions of lives and leave a legacy for lifetimes to come. That person is you. In the New York Times bestseller, What is Your What? Steve Ulcher, award-winning author and founder of the Reinvention Workshop, reveals his proven process that has helped thousands of men and women discover, share, and monetize the one thing they were born to do. Grab your free copy now at www.whatisyourwhat.com dot com slash free that's www.whatisyourwhat.com forward slash free take a break from politics tune in and learn something ws radio shows are worth your time and are filled with tips and advice add us to your lunch routine and we'll give you a meal for your mind I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Can you help a newborn baby in need? Sometimes the blessing of birth becomes complicated and perilous. Miracle Babies is there to help. Miracle Babies helps moms and dads give their all to their struggling little baby, but still need more. 
When you give to Miracle Babies, you help them give more. More skin-to-skin care, breast milk, and love. Go to MiracleBabies.org and give right now. Be their miracle.